All right, Gut Plus Science listeners, this week we're mixing it up again. When we first started this podcast, I got the opportunity to sit down with Tom Zupanzik. In that episode, we had to cut one of the most interesting stories we've had on this show, and just due to time constraints and the topic of the show, but it's quite the story. He shares his experience of securing the naming rights for Lucas Oil Stadium, the NFL home for the Indianapolis Colts. While this story is a bit more sales-focused, which I absolutely love, listeners, figure out the right people in your organization to share it with. You can check out the full interview with Tom Zupanzik by going to gutplusscience.com. Enjoy. It was quite a story. It was quite a learning experience. We were uh, yeah, normally uh, when teams sell the naming rights to their facility, they'll do that with a uh, an agency. So the owner will you have an agency try to go out and gather a list of names and put together a feasibility study and how many times you're going to hear it on PlayStation and on the radio and when you fly over it, how many people are going to see the stadium, car counts, the whole nine yards. So. We, uh, I went to Jim Ursay and asked him if we could have a shot at selling it because nobody knew our product any better than we did. So we put together a short list. He agreed to it and uh, put together a list. We were going to have to go to Germany to see DHL. We're going to have to go, you know, do a lot of traveling, put on a lot of dog and pony shows across the country and, and even outside of the country at some of the different headquarters. But uh, we we were putting this whole program together and it ended up being about a two inch thick proposal that uh, they gave all the information. One of our salespeople asked me, why don't we show it to Forrest Lucas? Uh, and I had not met Forrest Lucas at the time. And this was, uh, we were really in the infant stages of putting this program together. So this is probably two years before we had a hole in the ground and Forrest was coming into it to uh, the uh, office to sign a, a moderately sized uh, a sponsorship agreement. He and his wife were coming in. So I told our salesperson, I said, go out and buy everything that they have, everything that they make. And so I, I'm thinking he's going to come back with three cans of oil and, you know, a, a little lubricant. He comes back with about $400 worth of stuff. And uh, we put this stuff everywhere in this, in the, uh, in our complex. And I had a deal with our trainers and, and all that will come in the story here. Uh, the trainers, the equipment guys and stuff, everybody was involved in this little, uh, little charade that we put on. So Forrest and his wife came in. There was some Lucas oil up at the front desk, and they kind of snickered at that. And then we walked back by the, uh, took them on a little tour, walked back into the training room, and uh, the trainer was pouring uh, oil on one of our players' knees, and he did act like he didn't see us. And he looked at the other trainer. He said, you got any more of this Lucas oil? It's the only thing working on his knee. And uh, they got a kick out of that. And, uh <laughs> Took them around that uh, the equipment guys were behind glass in their room and they were toasting and acting like they were drinking the oil. Then we went in a locker room and there was oil in everybody's locker. And Peyton Manning's locker obviously had two two things of oil in it. So they were getting a, get a big kick out of it. We, had a, we have a bank actually inside the complex and uh, went by the bank. The teller came out and said, would you like to open up a checking account? And, of course, Forrest and his wife, uh, Charlotte, said, well, no, we're all set. And they said, well, if you do, you get this. And they had some gun oil that, that you would get a case of gun oil if you opened up a, an account. 
And then we went back to our radio station. I wouldn't be going to let go. I was just, you know, I was jumping on this hard. But this was really just an introduction to him. Went back to the radio station and I introduced him to our radio host. I said, tell him, show him what you do. So he pushes the button on the board and uh, I had recorded earlier. I said, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Lucas Oil Stadium. And he kind of shook his head. He goes, I don't think so. He said, that's out of my league. And so two years go by and they leave, you know, and we have a good time. And they, two years go by and, and we're getting ready to go on this grand tour to try to sell a $121 million deal. Uh, the same salesperson said, why don't we present it to Lucas? And I said, you know, I, I, I don't know if they're capable of doing a deal this size. I said, but it would be good practice for us. So I called Forrest on the phone. By then, I got to know him a little bit better and asked him if he'd like to see it. And he said, well, I'm not really, you know, in the market for something that big. He said, but yeah, I'll take a look at it. So we went in Jim Irsay's helicopter and picked him up in Brownsburg at their race shop, flew downtown, and I had a 200-foot banner placed in the hole in the ground that said Lucas Oil Stadium. So the helicopter tilted up and they looked down and he had his C, he had his CFO with him, his attorney with him and his wife with him. So all the people that could make decisions. And, you know, and I was considering this a practice session, really. So we pull up, we land at the complex. I have some cheerleaders come out and, and escort him in. And right when we get to the uh, edge of the door, I got a guy standing there with a pony and another guy standing there with a dog. And he pointed, he goes, what's this? I said, I told you we were going to give our best dog and pony. So, uh, you know, he gets a kick out of that. We walk into the to the uh, conference room and uh, in the conference room, he had oil stacked from floor to ceiling. And I said, look for us. I said, this is about a four hour long uh, proposal. I said, if at any time you don't think that we can help you on your bottom line. If you don't think we can help you sell all of your products, stop me and there will be no hard feelings and we'll have lunch and that'll be the end of it. And he said, okay. So he sits down and I mean, he's sitting and he's got his eyes on me like it's going to be a gunfight. I mean, it's uh, he's watching every move I make, every word I say, he's hanging on. We go through this proposal about a third of the way through it, I have Tony Dungy come in and shake hands with him and introduce himself to the whole group and try to add a little bit of flash to it. And uh, at about three quarters of the way through the presentation, uh, Jim Ursay comes in, shakes hands with everybody, introduces himself. And so finally, I get to the end of the explanation of all of the different parts and parcels that go along with naming, naming a stadium. And uh, I said, what do you think? And he said, well, you're pitching me 15 years. He goes, what if I want 20? Wow. And I said, well, I'll freeze the last five years and uh, we'll keep it the same price the last five years. He looked at his wife. He says, Charlotte, what do you think? And uh, she said, it's your company for us. And he goes, you got wow. a deal. And I, I mean, I looked at him and I gave one of those that you can't see me, obviously, because this is a podcast, but my lips went <laughs> blah, 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 like that. So I, I said, did you say we've got a deal? And he said, yes. And I jumped around. Now, I'm a little bit confident, so I did have some champagne ice down. So we brought the champagne out. I ran around the table, picked him up. I'm throwing him up in the air like he's uh, like, like he's my new grandchild. And, uh, you know, we're celebrating high five. And, and uh, he's, he was the kind of guy and is the kind of guy that 
a handshake deal is all he really wants. He said, I suppose we ought to write some of this stuff down because it might not be always be you and me talking. I said, yeah, I think that's a pretty good idea. So we're talking, we're drinking our glass of champagne and toasting to, to the new deal. And I said, Forrest, what, what sold you on it? I mean, what part of this presentation sold you? Because I had my entire team of, uh, you know, executive sales team in there and everybody had a certain part that they presented. And he goes, nothing that you did today. He goes, I, I knew, you know, what a sponsorship looked like. I sponsored a lot of races, sponsored NASCAR and a lot of different things. He said, but what sold me on it was two years ago when we came here and you didn't know me from the man in the moon. He said, you treated my wife and I like a king and a queen and took us around and spent a lot of time with us and went through a lot of trouble. And uh, that's what sold me on it because I knew I could trust you. And I knew that I could believe what you said. And I knew that you would go to uh, any lengths to make things work for us. Boy, as soon as he left there, I called a sales meeting and brought everybody in. And Forrest Lucas is one of the most unassuming people you'd ever meet. He's not dressed up. He's, you know, he is what he is. He's, you know, came from uh, very, very humble beginnings. And I said, you never know who you're talking to and you never know what they're capable of. So treat every person that you talk to like they're an executive, treat them like they're uh, a billionaire, treat them like they're gonna be your next biggest customer. So it was a great lesson for our sales team. And I think it really helped launch us into a, a great sales time because by him buying that uh, naming rights so early, we were then able to go out and sell all of the corners, all of the gates, the clubs, uh, the club lounges, the quarterback club, which is a part of the stadium, and uh, the parking lot actually sold the, the parking lot. So we were able to sell just as much outside of the naming rights of the stadium, which was a $121 million 20-year deal, uh, as we were for the naming rights. So and we kind of were able to double down on it. And I think that confidence that we got in selling the naming rights so early on our first shot out of the box gave us the ability to go out and do that and do it with confidence and, and really get it done for the city of Indianapolis.